with Season 2, Episode 1 of the Hungry Bear Podcast. Guys, it's fall. I love this time of year. And just like the pumpkin spice latte, we're back fresher than ever with that same old taste that you know and love. We have a new co-host joining us this season. Um, and it's just going to be a fun time like always, guys. So, hey, guess what? Breakfast is ready. Yeah, we're here. Hey guys. Hey guys. Um, yay, we're back. Um, we're back at Hello. it with the with the boys in blue, whatever that means. Hey guys, so this is going to be the start of season two, episode one of the Hungry Bear Podcast. I know what you guys are thinking. Um, didn't you guys just drop two more episodes from season one at the same time as this one? Double so dozen. what makes this season two? Well, I'll tell you what makes this season two. If you didn't listen to the last two episodes, which you probably didn't because you're evil people. Um, just we just clickbaiters. Yeah, we lost a couple of our um, our good friends. Um, I, no, they're still alive. Don't don't worry. They're not dead. <laughs> um, but first, uh, we lost Caleb Hall um, on episode, I believe it is 12, I guess. Anyways, it was kind of his farewell goodbye. I wasn't there, so I didn't get to say goodbye to him. <laughs> and then we did episode 13 with our beloved co-host, um, Keller the Rooster Doggett. May he rest in peace um, down in Alabama, uh, where he's still alive. And uh, he is doing Lord knows what, but he went back home. Um, I think he's doing some jobs. He's actually looking for some part-time radio jobs. Um, so, so we're if so you know anybody down there yeah, that has a podcast. Podcast, um, radio, whatever it should be. Up. Hit him up, um, because he At really the needs Rooster Doggett. He needs work. Um, backslash. He's living in a van down by the river in Alabama. And it's a, it's a really sad thing, but that's his life yeah. he chose. <laughs> Anyways, we'll probably have him come back on a couple of times. Hopefully, Who's Keller? Uh, hopefully we uh we figure out how to do the phone the phone call interview through our system at some point. <laughs> Other than to just call him <laughs> yeah. on the phone and then holding it up to the mic. So we're gonna do that, and then um. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that was season one. So we really wanted to split those up kind of like those with those guys. And then season two is kind of a fresh new start, um, for us. I know it's a new season for us here at the ranch. It's fall. We all love fall, but Hey, I want to introduce to you guys, somebody that is going to be taking the spot, the new co-host spot. You know him. You know him already. He has a beautiful voice. Um, he's a five time bear wrestling champion. Six-time bear arm wrestling champion, fourteen-time bear, and the toe wrestling champion. In toe wrestling champion, <laughs> with it's his David. Toes. Oh, it's man. David the D Law Sanderlin. What up, what up, guys? Thanks for having me. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So, um, so D Law, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit? Give us some uh, some yeah. good quick hits, real quick, um, sure. and then we'll we'll kind of move on from there. Yeah. So. I, um, I'm from Alabama, like Keller. Grew up down the road from Keller. Um, boo. Boo. <laughs> boo. Who's Keller? And I first was, you know, like most kids in the 90s, I was introduced to Disney movies that were coming out. Um, and then everything changed for me when I first saw Star Wars A New Hope. Um, and I became a cinephile. I became an instant... Movie nerd and um, a Sithophile, yeah, Sithophile, and <laughs> yeah, I um, 
Yeah, by the time I got to college, I was so interested in a like a really broad spectrum of film, and Star Wars even brought up a lot of debates of um, like film methodology and integrity, um, where Lucas is going back and re-editing his old films. He's actually like altering the initial copies. Um, so I actually I studied. I minored in French. We studied film. Um, a Were lot the films in, in French? Yeah. So you watched Star Wars in French? No, we, I, I haven't seen. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if they have a dubbing. But French films actually <laughs> are the first films the French invented. That's why they're They French. discovered French that if you speed up pictures frame by frame to a certain speed per second that your brain cannot distinguish. Is that the same speed in which they run away from their enemies? You know, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I appreciate their culture. I, I'm an American, so. Hey, dude, it's Freedom Fries here in America, so why don't you just calm down? Yeah, so I really I'm interested in a broad spectrum of films. What um, would you What would you say um, is your favorite genre of film if you had one, or do you just enjoy film um, in, in the whole entirety, or? Yeah, I, well, it depends on, like, what mood I'm in. I really like action films if I'm just trying to, like, have an awesome day off. Um, like, a Mission Impossible film it hits the spot. Those are awesome. But I would say most movies that I tend to like over a longer period of time and would say are, like, my favorite movies, um, I really like cerebral, like, dark films. Um, like Memento, like uh, anything that, um, seen Donnie Darko. Yeah, Donnie Darko is totally on that list for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stuff like that that are kind of like have this. I don't know. It's this brain puzzle for you. Um, and if a director can pull it off well, then it's something exciting to talk about, like for a long time with anybody who's seen them. You can look up conspiracy theories for days. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, movies that don't, like, give you answers to all your questions. Um, that, for me, movies that ask better questions than they answer, that, for me, like, that tends to be cerebral dark films um, that do that the best. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Are you a dark person by gen- in, in, in life? And You know, actually... Uh, because I don't no. know if I can have you on here if you're a dark no, person. No, I'm really not. I'm not. And you know that. Very cynical. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm like... Like I need someone that's upbeat and not so sad all the time. No, that's the thing. Just like our theme song. <laughs> sad is happy for sad people, they said, but I for deep people, but you've seen Doctor Who. I'm, I'm not a... I'm not a mm-hmm. I don't consider myself a dark person, but I am emotionally aware, who? and I can I can deal with the full spectrum of emotions. Um, I think complexly. So, mm-hmm. but I'm like a golden retriever. Well, that's awesome, and that's um, uh, and that's our new host, your boy, the doctor uh, <laughs> D Law, Doctor D Law. We're just gonna call you Doctor. 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 Oh, nice. I like that. Oh, nice. I like that. Doctor. So yeah, guys. So um, so yeah, this is D Law. He's gonna be taking over. Um. Um, co-hosting spot for a while um, until we tell him he can't be here anymore, and we'll kick him out just like we did with Keller. <laughs> Won't be long, folks. <laughs> until he leaves, too. You're gonna like, start the next podcast with. Unfortunately, like we're gonna have to. Fortunately, I think right we have to uh, Alabama, like we sent Keller. So yeah, so uh, hopefully we hit a sweet spot of people. 
because I think, we, I think, I think we who who of us will leave next? Yeah, I don't know. That's the question. And who will we get back? <laughs> the fact that that question will is we just get Keller back met with Caleb? shaking heads. <laughs> Might be synonymous. I think it's a good sign. With which podcast. of us is going to die first? <laughs> so, like I was saying, guys, season two. Um, this is the fall here at Lost Valley, um, the ranch we work at. Uh, brought to you by Lost Valley Ranch. Come on and experience the best dude ranch you ever experienced in your life. Lost Valley Ranch. It's the Sorry, first plug my, we've ever <laughs> given to the ranch. I just figured, you know, might as well give it. You know, they the, this is the Lost Valley Ranch studio. Because, well, who's listening to this podcast? Either those who ranch have people. been at yeah. the ranch or those who have worked at the ranch. Yeah, exactly. Or so, family, friends. So, yeah, ranch. fall um, is my favorite time of the year. There's so many good things out there. Um, football is back, which I'm excited about. Are you ready for some football? Um, you know, there's a lot of different things that we've been doing this fall. Um, there's hunting. There's football. We're in a, and me and Jonas, <laughs> Double dose of yeah, football. <laughs> Jonas and I are in a fantasy football league. Indeed. Um, and and D Law is also in a fantasy league, right? You've been playing Dungeons Dragons lately. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> the other kind of fantasy realm. <laughs> we're all in a fantasy league this year. This is your dark side. Um, so, uh, <laughs> side. so yeah. This has just been a. Um, I, I'm excited for this uh, season. Um, and so, sorry, what else? That Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> was, I wrote was that, that. The joke you told me the, you had in your pocket yesterday. Yeah, I wrote that joke down yesterday. Oh, I was thinking about geez. that on the way to get hay. I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna totally burn him." Oh, good lord! And it wasn't that good, but it's it made me laugh. I don't know laugh. how that's. I don't know how that's a burn, but <laughs> it's a burn because we're cool and he's hey, not. Hey, put a burn on it. Put a burn on it. Um. So what was I saying? Escapism. The is fall. Escapism. What? What is? Are we expecting anything else good in the fall? I mean, of course we have good football and it's a hurricane season, and it's hurricane. No, well, if anybody, season. if anybody listening has been to the ranch lately, you'll know that the aspen trees are starting to turn. Um, and around here, that's about the only you kind know, of tree that we have. You know it's yeah. an aspen tree by the way it is. By the way that it is, which is really important in identifying anything. <laughs> Just establishing that it is something. Yeah. And huh. then, then you go from there. Um, but anyways, the the mountainsides around here are starting to light up this really cool combination of red mm-hmm. and orange and yellow. And they're not on fire. And they're not on good. fire. Yeah, no. yeah. Right. It's, it's natural. It's natural. <laughs> I want to be... <laughs> we should be clear here. We're not surrounded by a giant ring of fire in this valley. Please help us. <laughs> Wait, where are we? <laughs> Mount Doom? <laughs> yes. We're the Mount Mordor. Mount Mordor. Mount that's Mordor, not yeah. that's, 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 Anyways, you know. Yes. Hey, I'm glad we're doing a movie podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Anyways, so one thing I want to talk about. What do we keep this one um, kind of short? Just kind of, um, just because it's kind of the first episode. The intro. Um, but we, uh, I know one thing we were talking about. D Law and I kind of went off some um, on some tangents yesterday. Um, and then me and Jonas have been starting some new episodes of like Jack Ryan, stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to ask each of us to go around and kind of give um, maybe a new show slash movie or maybe a movie or show that you guys have just discovered that you guys have been um, really enjoying lately. Um, I know I've gotten to some old TV shows I finally got to. Um, and so, yeah, D-Law, if you want to start us out, can I yeah. give us something that you've seen lately that you've really enjoyed yeah so i'm i'm really into animation um i really like and i watch a lot of kids shows honestly because i think a lot of adult shows out there are crap 
and Ooh. the content doesn't justify you know that it's popular like for me i i choose no on a lot um of what is popular in terms of like what's geared toward my age group so um i really like um matt groaning is the creator and the writer for the simpsons um and then he did futurama which is one of my favorite shows so he has just come out with a Netflix series called Disenchanted. Um, and so he's kind of covered, like, the modern um, American landscape. He's gone to, like, futuristic, like, sci-fi genre, basically. So this one is, like, fantasy genre. Um, same same producers um, as the other shows, same writers, same directors. Um, so I'm, I'm about halfway through the first <coughs> season. Um... And I'm kind of waiting for it to, I'm waiting for it to be, um, worthwhile. That's, I, I'm, I'll keep you guys posted on that if that's something you're curious about. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I was, I was interested in too, cause I saw, I saw, and I read a little bit of articles about it. And so it was something I kind of want to start watching. So how many, is there how many seasons? Just one season so far? <clears throat> yeah, just one season. And yeah. I don't know anything about how many they have planned. I'm just, um. I would say it's not very plot heavy. I'm not really sure what exactly the point of the show is. They've like introduced a couple like elements that might be able to return like questions unanswered. Um, but for the most part, I don't really know what they're getting at, which is weird because like the Simpsons, it's goofy, but they're still like plenty of episodes where they're trying to get a point across. Yeah. Um, even if they're just trying to be wry about, you know, a political situation. Um, and Futurama even more so. Futurama was really packed with um, social commentary. Science fiction is always social commentary. Um, so might just be the genre change. Um, and maybe they're just enjoying the freedom of fantasy and world creating and they're taking their time. Did I know both of those shows are long-running shows, Futurama and Simpsons. Um, and do you feel like maybe the content will build as many seasons start coming and maybe you'll start seeing a trend of, oh, I remember like, pointing back to the first season kind of thing? Because I feel a lot, like a lot of shows do that that like are long-running, like cartoons like that. Yeah, like, I think- Futurama had their episodes, every episode now and then, that were like super you know, impactful, like powerful right. episodes. But like, you know, there were some that were just kind of just like, uh, this is just Pointless. a funny mission. And most of those, it was easy to have content because they were going on missions most of the time. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, th- I think that, that Matt Groening, if he wants to go that direction, he can, he's left himself a couple doorways to go that way. Um, and he did one, like, basically he took a Futurama episode and turned it into, like, a fantasy genre episode. And it was super, like, deep with plot. And you find out, like, the parentage of one of the characters. So I think he will. Um, I, maybe he's made a deal with Netflix and he knows he has five seasons. So he's, yeah. like, going super slow. Yeah, Really um, trying to establish characters, maybe. and. Yeah, but I would say, I don't know, if that's something anyone out there's been interested in, I, I'm, i like, seven episodes in, and I can't tell you why you should watch it yet. <laughs> well, that's I feel like start. that was Leftovers, which is a TV show, I remember we started, HBO. and yeah. 
we got into season two, but it's like this giant question mark of like, what in the world is going on? Like these people all of a sudden just disappeared. Oh, yeah, but that's that the thing, and that's the thing, that's the show in general, and like the fact that you'll never know what they, like yeah. that was the thing that on Leftovers was a lot of people didn't want to watch it. That's one of the reasons it got canceled was that they kind of just the biggest mystery of the show. They're like, we're not going to tell you anything about it. We're just going to show you what, how these people are living, which I enjoyed that. And I kind of knew that, but for people who don't really, you know, look into things, it's kind of hard for them to understand like, you know, what's going on if they don't, you know, straight you up people tell only you. only sit on suspense for so long. Exactly. Being like, oh, maybe this episode, the, like, well, it'd be well, like the big reveal. And that's, and that's what it, aliens. And that's why I'm not trying to interrupt you and kind of move forward, but, um, that's kind of like the walking dead. A lot of people have stopped watching walking dead. Cause the same thing. It's like they're the big overall theme of walking dead is obviously zombies, but they've kind of gotten away from that. And you kind of stay on the suspense of like, okay, well, when are they going to ever figure out the zombie cure or something like that? Yeah. And it's just like this wash rinse and repeat of like new place, bad guy. Yeah. They get, they get pushed out. Bad guy dies. They have to find a new place, new place, new bad guy. Yeah. Like, I get that, but it's happened, like, seven times already. So, I don't know. And that's sometimes it's like happens. a bad video game. Yeah. So, do you want one thing I want to talk to you about before we move on um, is I know on the last podcast that you were on, we talked about the trailer for Mission Impossible and how you were so excited for it, and obviously Keller was dumb and put it as a three, I believe, or something like oh, that. Oh, I think I, I rated it low as well. And I remember you were super um, happy about it coming out. Stoke. Do you still have them? Uh, yes, on them up. But I, I would like to hear, because you've seen it, I've seen it. Jonas, have you seen it? You've seen I it. have not seen it. You have not seen it yet. Explain to us, for people who maybe haven't seen it in a way that is not too revealing, but like... Did it live up to the hype that you you had in your head? Yeah, I think it was like, I think it was a masterpiece. I think whoa, it was because the other Mission Impossible movies are so good, and they're they're exactly what you want um, when you go and you you know when you go see those films. But this one, I mean, if you know what to look for in a Mission Impossible movie, like the twists and the turns, like they're using the same elements it's not like they're changing you know who they are and what they're doing um so they like they they drop you a line when you know what to look for but it's still for someone who even saw some of the big um like kind of big curveballs coming it was amazing yeah i think it was like Mm -hmm. it's basically broken up into three acts um and each one like the peak is like crazier than the last like it it was like watching three movies all in one, like yeah. I could I could not believe it. And I you know on a technical side of things, I thought Tom Cruise, I thought his like stunt work was. Isn't he just insane. a beautiful man? Like it was. Is Scientology his, really just keep you that young? Let's be honest, because he's fifty what six. He was just made for that yeah, part. I, don't know. I mean, he is just a magnificent person on screen. Mm. In in real life, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I think your your uh, expectations will be let down when you meet Tom Cruise Man, and you're I looking just... down on him physically. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He'll probably stand up on your couch. 
<laughs> jump around with his, uh, around just like Oprah. his platform shoes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we saw it together, d and I remember, you know, I was... Remember? I, uh, I had a lot going into it, um, thinking that, you know, it's the sixth one, the, the last three, I, I mean, since Ghost Protocol, really, so last, yeah, last three, um, they've done a really good job, and this one was just, it's, some people can only handle so much action and so much intensity in a film, but at the same time, they do it in a way in which you're still, like, enthralled. Like, you're just like, wow, how do they do that? Because, like you were saying, most of the shots, most of the stuff is all, like, actual practical effects. They're actually doing majority of, like, it seems like a tangible moment rather than it just being, like, CGI or something. Which I think, for me, made it feel so much more real, and that's why I enjoy Because, like you said, the plot is, I mean... It's pretty simple. I mean, right. like, you know, bad guy, world ending, is he going to save the world kind of thing. And and they do that in all of them. But in a way, they did it so well that you just kind of lost that. Um, and and you were still like, oh, my gosh, is he going to save the world? Like, is he going to be able to do this? Yeah. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because it was able – it was it made you really kind of, I don't know, feel like it was real. Yeah, yeah. The fee- I would say like you get, you got the feeling out of it that you wanted. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, Jonas, you, you need to go feel? see it. You need to go see it, dude. It, it was, it was probably really- out on uh, DVD, which I don't know if that's. I don't think so. Not yet. Solo no. just came out. It. Yeah, I saw Solo came out. Yeah, I just really came excited out. about that. So, that'll be fun one to watch. Also, um, thinking of throwback movies that are great. I remember you were seeing you were seeing Coco, yeah. Which I remember is one that I saw. I'm like, eh. is it Pixar? I'm pretty sure it's a Pixar movie. I, I'd yeah. seen previews for it. I was not excited. Yeah. And I remember as were as you you originally started to watch it in a suburban. Yeah. And I did. you came back and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to finish this movie. This is amazing. Uh huh. It was a good one. But I was telling, when I talked to you or you or somebody, mm-hmm. and I, and the more, because I, someone's like, hey, we need to watch a good movie. And I'm like, okay, you guys need to watch Kubo and the Two Strings, animation oh, film that, that, was a good one. Ooh, that yeah. he likes. As I'm watching it, I'm like, this is like the prequel to Coco. Like, it is the exact same premise. If you actually have seen Kubo and you've seen really? Coco, Okay, I don't want to spoil. So if anybody is not wanting to get spoiled, um, I'll just wait for like. So here you go, three, two, one. Okay, you had your chance. Okay, <laughs> so Coco Kubo is a story about a, a boy whose mom's died, and he has doesn't he's like kind of lost his way. Is. Yeah, doesn't know who his father is, and then this this animal, this monkey, comes back and is like his spirit guide. Okay. And then we find out the spirit guide is his mother. Yeah. Henceforth, Coco, same thing. He goes into the spiritual realm and is running around, needs to find his real dad. But the spirit guide comes and helps him, some dude. And that's his His real dad. dad. And then they don't know it. And then halfway through, they find out. Same concept. Which is great. They're brilliant. But I just totally was like, oh, my gosh. This is like Kubo. 
And I remember we watched Kubo. Not many people know about Kubo. This has been like 2015. Well, I just try to watch. I, like I said, I was trying to tell somebody to watch it well, as a group. And like, oh, we no, don't want to watch animation. 16. We don't want to watch a kid's movie. I was like, oh, that kid's movie is going to make you break down and cry. So, yeah. yeah. Why don't you I, just shut your mouth? I hate when people yeah. are stuck up about like what the media, like some of the greatest American films are animated. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, Fifel Goes Re- West. Fifel Goes West. <laughs> <laughs> Fifel Goes West. <laughs> One of the greatest. The Rescue is Down Under. <laughs> I was going to say Homeward Bound, but that's not oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Emperor's it's, it's, New Groove. It's boom. amazing. That's a good one. I'm trying to. Up. Hello. Story. Toy Story. story. Oh, man. Toy Story. story. I said story. I (laughs) forgot the toy. Story. I just call it story because it's, you know, I'm in with the cool kids. Um, With the cool kids. Yeah, so, yeah, I was was thinking about that. And that, I guess that's one thing we need to watch again because I haven't haven't seen it since we watched it that time together. Yeah. Um, Make a a great throwback playlist. But, Jonas, yeah, so moving on with... With uh, talking about old stuff that's kind of new or new things that you've seen, what's a new what's a new, new what's a what's something that's been entertaining you and and um, that you've really enjoyed lately? I know we've watched, like I said, started a couple shows together. Yes, um, we started Jack Ryan, uh, watching that together, and Should I know you me. started watching Peaky Blinders, and I jumped in like yeah. episode two, and then yeah. saw like episode five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. So I, I have absolutely no context on what's going on, but it is neither sweet. Do I. Neither do I. <laughs> it is the sweet. The blinders. Would you say it's like a, a mixture of like Snatch and... Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much what like, it is. So cool, which I love Snatch. If you haven't seen the movie Snatch, it's, it's awesome. Cool. It's just... Oh, yeah, I so how do you how do you feel about Jack Ryan so far? I know we've we've gotten into what six or seven episodes, and we have a couple yep. left for the first season. Um, <clears throat> Jack Ryan is this sweet take, which I feel like it's a story been told before, but it's of course just new in like our time and our era of where you have this central intelligence agent who I mean is just. In essence, it's supposed to be like a nobody. Like yeah, he, like he describes his job, yeah, as his analyst, and you know tells this girl who he's going on dates with, like, hey, you know, yeah, I'm just an analyst. Like, oh, what do you do? And she's like, well, okay, like I'll be sure to never ask again because that is a snooze fest. And but there's this underlying like, okay, I have this history of I'm kind of freaking awesome, yeah, and I'm just not gonna tell anybody this. And how do you feel that John Krasinski is doing um, acting? Like, do you feel like I know he's been in some action films lately mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but is it is he playing a convincing role? Because that's one thing for me yet. I've still yet to. I think the yeah. more we watched it, the more episodes we've gotten to and he's established his character, the more I've kind of got behind um, like what he does with the character itself. But at first it was just kind of it kind of just felt like he was out of place. For me personally, yeah. Um, in the first couple episodes, but then I don't know. Now that I, you know, we we've watched mul- episodes multiple times because we were watching with another person, so we've had to yeah. go back and rewatch stuff. And I think I don't know. I think I've I've missed some things, but I think John Krasinski's done a pretty good job so yeah. far. I'm just waiting for him to grow his beard out again. And <laughs> I just like 13 I love hours. the scene where you have him, and it's it's in like I think the first or second episode where. 
you see he's like, he can't sleep. He's having these night terrors. So he goes into his office early. Yeah. And you see him just grinding out, like sitting in his little rolly chair. And I'm like, this is Jim in the office. Yeah, you can Jim in the see, office. Like, his mannerisms of like leaning back in his chair and like the way he just ponders. And I'm like, this is Jim. I'm like, yeah. everything he did in the office was for this shot. <laughs> Which I think, I think one thing, you know, the more I break it down, it, it probably, they probably done that a little bit on purpose because it makes you feel like he is more of an analyst. So when he does go oh, yeah. and do the, this, these missions, I guess. Yeah, that's where over. it seems he's a little more out of place. And that, yeah. that's what I was going to get at. It's, you know, when you see, like, I think he's playing it really well. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into these action scenes, though, and he's, you know, it's a fight scene, you can maybe see how some of it is like, He's trying to fit that. It's like, okay, hey, you have someone who's choreographing this for him, and then he's thinking, like, okay, chop, push, yeah. tight gun, twist. There you go. Yeah, like, it's it's a little more. You see, that's a little more descriptive. It's maybe a little out of his norm. Uh, maybe, um, maybe the Jack Ryan role is a metaphor for John Krasinski's current just acting trajectory. He's moving from the office. You sound like Jim Into. Carrey right now, and it makes me mad. <laughs> you want to talk Jim, Jim Carrey? Carrey. <laughs> want to talk Jim Carrey? I'll talk Jim Carrey. No, Love Jim Carrey is just articulate. He just I feel has like nothing this is to the, the stage the of his life that's in, his in the flat earth of socialism. And like, okay, yeah, Jim, sorry. Believes that the earth is flat. I will say I've been watching a lot of flat earth stuff on YouTube, and it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Now you're convincing. a believer. I watched a video the other day. Guys, like, oh yeah. You think the earth is round? Look at this ball. And he, sl- and he sets it down on the ground. If the earth was round, it'd be moving right now. And I was like, sweet. Dude, dude I think you've Lord. missed some other seriously scientific um, issues here. But, hey, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. Good for you if that's what you believe. Oh, man. I'm glad your parked car doesn't roll. <laughs> no, no, come back, come back. <laughs> on this flat earth. No, but that's what parking brakes are for. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh gosh. I'm an idiot. You idiot. Jeez. <laughs> Gosh, oh. you know what? Maybe the flat Earth is right. You're just dumb. Oh gosh, what have I done? <laughs> so at, at this point, I have uh, unplugged our headphones, so none of us <laughs> can hear in. us talking. Oh, there we are. There we are. Um, no, that's not good. I can't hear. I'll hear screeching. <laughs> Anyways, as we work on that, I'll keep going forward. I know we had talked about. Um, <laughs> um, Oh, yeah. One thing, the reason why I bring Jim Carrey up, and this is kind of the move to what yeah. I've seen lately, there's, I finally watched Jim and Andy, the documentary on Netflix, and I watched that, and I watched Lady Bird on the same, or no, not the same day, but like within a couple of days, two really good movies, um, but Jim and Andy was a, a film, it's a documentary of um, Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman, um, and I don't even know what the movie, the actual movie name is, but it was like the behind-the-scenes footage of him doing that movie, and it was just like Jim Carrey talking about how he believes Andy Kaufman came back and actually like like talk like used his body as a vessel, and what? like yeah yeah pretty much huh. that's just the I mean he doesn't say that well he kind of does. But kind of felt like he was just like this vessel during the whole time of Andy to come back and do his own movie. And it's a very weird, like, mm. you know, out of this world kind of thing, which Jim Carrey is like that. But it was still really, yes. still really kind of cool to to watch the documentary and just kind of see, like, where he kind of went on the on the spectrum of, like, just craziness. <laughs> but at the same time, like, did a really good job to convince people that he was... Like Andy caught like his family. Like it's just y'all y'all need to watch it. Like go into it with an open mind. 
like, and just enjoy the whole film as what it is. And then, you know, Jim Carrey kind of gets kind of crazy here and there. But, you know, he's just, he's a weird dude. And, but it was very, it was a very good film. Like, it was, it was cool to watch. So that was one that I, I watched lately. Um, and then we've, oh, what else? Obviously, Peaky Blinders, like you said, that was something mm-hmm. I've kind of. Um, we really haven't watched that many movies recently. We haven't. That's not been enough. We've tried well, you know, when TV repertoire. now that TV shows are like an hour and fifteen minutes each, like Jack Ryan is, it's kind of hard to watch a movie when you're trying to watch two and when you're trying to watch fourteen episodes yeah, of Peaky Blinders, trying to get like two in the <laughs> two in the morning. Um, so, so yeah, those are those are some films that I or those are I watched Lady Bird on a flight from Milana, which was. It was hard to, to totally focus, so I want to watch it again. I've been told but it's it was really good. good. It was I heard really your, good. Uh, your flying experiences have been very subpar. They're yeah, they're never, never good ones. Mainly because I'm a very large human being, like a bear. So most <laughs> of the time, like when people have to sit next to me, like I got stuck Just in the third third oh. middle seat in an aisle, and I'm walking. So here here's the thing: I switch my flights, and so. Naturally, I usually get like first first boarding. Bird. Yeah, check in for uh, you know a boarding because I want to be able to pick my seat first. And I had C on this one flight, and it's a packed flight. And so walking down the aisle, multiple multiple middle seats open Ring at this point. In hand and people, <laughs> ride people, people wondering who he's holding be stuck a drink with cart. People <laughs> looking at me and some people trying to not make eye contact to me. Why I'm trying to be like I don't want to sit <laughs> in between sleeping. you guys, but I, the, the closer I get back to the, I was gonna say bus, but back to the, the plane, plane, I there's no more seats open. So I finally made eye contact with a dude and said I really apologize for this. And I sat between this girl <laughs> and this guy, and the whole time I had my arms crossed because my shoulders are so broad that I am like I am. Pouring over Built into their like chairs, pouring over into their chairs, which, <laughs> yeah, which was a very interesting flight. Didn't you have a flight that like the plane started smoking? I don't know <laughs> if I've already talked about this on the podcast, but yeah, I had a last. Year. I had a flight that it was during a blizzard, and and I didn't think it was gonna get canceled. The, the previous day, all flights were canceled for the whole day. But mine was the the next day at like five in the morning, so I decided that you know I'm gonna go do this anyways. I'm gonna go try it. So I showed up at the airport like at two thirty in the morning, and it's like apocalyptic. I mean, there are people sleeping all over the place. There are people in line. You know, I had to make a lot of a lot of moves that morning because I I had a check in luggage, but I decided to go and buy a carry on because the lines were too long. And people were sleeping. Everybody was mad. Johnson. So I finally got on the plane, and it's supposed to board at 5.15. We didn't board till like, 5.45. Oh people are – and these are people that have changed their flights to, you know, try to get out of Denver. Of course, we get on the plane, and people are already kind of, you know, upset about the day before. Everybody's on, you know, on edge. And, of course, we wait because they have too much fuel in the plane. Who would have thought? Too much fuel. Is that, so yeah. they t- they try to empty it, and it takes an hour and a half to empty. Oh, my we're on, gosh. We're on this plane. They're, like, siphoning it out with a little no, straw? They're doing that, and they're... Garden de- hose. And How the much ex- guy like it. Where did they put the fuel? They just pour it on the ground. And <laughs> light it on fire. Mean, they're de-icing it, too, at the same time. So oh. it's like an hour and a half we're waiting there. They de-iced it three times. 
three times they de-iced. We're right. about to move. They're like, hey, you know what? We have to de-ice it one more time. Because, I mean, it was, it was a lot of snow, and it was pretty cold out. Finally, they're like, okay, we're pulling out. So then everybody's, everybody's already on edge. We haven't been able to move for about an hour and a half. We've been sitting in this plane almost two hours. And then we start taking off, and then we're like, we're home free. And so I put on, <laughs> oh I put on my Lord. noise-canceling headphones. I mean, these ones are really nice German headphones. Thank you for German headphones sponsored by... Sorry, that was, I was trying to do a plug, but I don't know what they're called. Like Kijsjespitze. Yeah, yeah. Can I say Fleur from the line? Fleur Anyways, <laughs> we're taking off. <laughs> and I just like, I'm going to sleep because I'm, I'm kind of tense right now, too. This has just been a terrible experience. But I'm like, I'm okay. I'm sitting next to two females. Um, I'm on the outside. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm on the, the aisle seat. Easily. And I put my head back, and we, we finally start taking off. Nose is going up in the air. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear people losing their ish. Like you had noise-canceling headphones. Yeah. I had noise-canceling <laughs> headphones and music playing, but the screams I heard were f- terrified. I look back. As I look oh, back, God. smoke is bellowing <laughs> into the cabin. And I'm like... Well, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> just turn so your music I up. I just turned back, <laughs> and people, there's this lady across the aisle from me that was losing it. She's like, it's on fire! Land the plane! And I'm thinking, people are saying, land the plane. I'm like, y'all, it's too late. The next <laughs> the next stop is in the ground. Okay, so ain't no landing. <laughs> okay, the, so I'm just like, well, oh, well. And the two ladies next to me, poor ladies, quiet as can be. And I turned to him like, I'm like, I think it'll be fine. And they're crying at this time. I'm like, I don't know. I have to comfort them somehow. And I said, I think it'll be okay. And then I just went back and laid back and just like, just started listening to my music again. <laughs> don't worry. I think, don't worry. I'm, I'm, I stayed in Holiday Express. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. And then the the of course the pilot comes on. It's like everybody calm the hell down. <laughs> and so I guess what had happened was they did so much de-icing. De-icing is like a antif- like a antifreeze. Like a it got sucked into the intake and then it creates like a moisture. Like it like pretty much like water mist. vapor. And that's all it was. And that's why I was like, I'm not gonna get upset about this, but I could see why people were. People were pissed. Someone's like, just, they're like, oh, I thought this was the smoking oh, flight. The whole Not pl- the non-smoking <laughs> flight. I the thought whole, the light was turned off. But the funny thing was that the whole flight to Kansas City was just, it's an hour and like 20 minute flight. It's not that bad. But everybody was on edge. I mean, at any moment, <laughs> if someone, like, we would have had a little bit of turbulence, people <clears throat> thought we were going to die. Like, and then of course we're about to land and he's like, hey. Who has these flights? And there's like 20 people raise their hands like, well, you might be missing them. And then, of course, everybody's losing their ish again. It's like, so that was fun. And then I show up (laughs) at the airport like, you know what? I survived. I survived this flight. And my sister was mad at me for being late. And I was like, like, you know what? I could have died. I could have died. I'm sorry. Whatever happened to, I remember flights, and it didn't even seem that long ago, that when you landed, everyone clapped. Oh yeah! Like it well, was, was like this big thing. Right it was like, uh, oh hey, like good job. Like yeah. that's probably after nine eleven. It just seemed like it was this huge thing. Now everyone's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's move I on. I never clapped. You know, people used to dress up 
in nice clothes. Like my my yeah. grandparents still like flying is an occasion that they dress for. Yeah. And now Going on a cruise. I mean, I feel like I'm lounging on oh, the yeah. couch with somebody who's Netflix and chilling. You know, I'm like, good lord, why are you for wearing flip flops? Like, hey, that's yeah. me, and then dude. Why that's how still, I travel. And I don't understand why they still need to have the like no smoking illuminated and just to be like, oh hey. Because are they ever going to turn that off? Of, and no. then, like all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, hey, yeah. it's okay to free to smoke about the cabin. <laughs> I I don't know if it's just leftovers from a different era, which I can't. But they even still are imagine. making new plates. Or it could just be an extra layer of like, Michael well, sh- you didn't tell me that I can't. It's like well, well especially with the e-cigarette stuff now, everybody's like, everybody wants to push the buttons. Yeah, that's everybody. True. And as many flights as I do, there's always going to be like, for example, this last flight I did. I'm going to go into another story, but I'm going to keep it short. Like, you think people understand the rules? No, they don't give two craps about rules because we're on the tarmac trying to get into one of our <laughs> one of yeah. our things. And the captain says, hey, we'll have to stay on the tarmac for you know another five, ten minutes. If anybody gets up out of their seat, it may cause us to have to wait on the tarmac and miss our gate, which then people are missing flights. I have a connecting flight. I'm getting upset at this point. I'm like, okay. I have plenty of time, but at the same time, my anxiety is coming. Throwing, you you know, get so upset that you stand sweaty. up. Is that what happens? No. Weak, arms so, heavy. of course, this bro. Bomb spaghetti. This bro, I think he was European, just by the look of him. And I think he didn't know English. Just stands up and goes straight back to the bathroom. And the and the stewardess is like, hey, sir, like, stop, 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 stop. Just Pushes her over. Just be lied it. Yeah, he punched her in the face. Like, it sir, was crazy. Like, sir, it's <laughs> no, increasing pace. It's like, sir, start <laughs> running. <laughs> like, sir, please stop. stop. Oh, no. But just, I was like, the audacity some people have, and maybe he didn't learn. Maybe he doesn't know English. And you know what? That's that's his own fault. But anyways, I was just like, I swear, if we get to get stuck on this tarmac because some doofus couldn't hold his bladder, like that just makes me mad. And that's... Why they have they have to say the rules so many times? You think people understand? They don't. They don't. No one cares. No one cares. And that is why no, no one cares just, about this podcast. I just go into a. <laughs> anyways, speaking into an abyss. Planes, one, one trains, thing. and automobiles. Speaking of this, did you? When was the first time you ever flew? Do you all? Oh, I was probably like five. Okay, Jonas, did you fly? May twenty third, nineteen ninety six. Okay, so. I flew. That's is that for real? It's probably close around there. Okay. I don't know. I flew. <laughs> it was four. I the first time I ever flew was a month after September 11th. Wow. Yeah. You know why? Because flights were cheap, and my mom was like, "We're flying now." Oh we usually gosh. drive. We're going to Mexico. We usually drive, and we're like, "Hey, we're flying down to Fort Lauderdale," and then we got on a Lauderdale. cruise. Lauderdale. Sorry, my my uh, headphones are going out. I would say we drove a lot as a family, too. All we did, yeah, all we did was drive. I mean, it was just, we always made it, obviously, we always made a trip out of it, you know. But, but yeah, so um, that's a snippet of season two. Oh, I don't know what, what happened there towards the end, but we got on flights. Just, and speaking of flying, have you guys ever uh, wanted to fly wherever you want on point system? Hey, get the new Southwest the new the new southwest <laughs> how many card. syllables are in southwest the southwest get the southwest southwest do you understand the english i do like have you guys ever 
Have you guys ever like creeped on someone who's watching a movie on a plane and oh, yeah. you know oh, that yeah. it's like this is gonna be It's a movie you've seen and so yeah. you're like And you're oh. like, there's something coming up and they are about to be like shocked. And that's how I felt watching Ladybird. I thought there was a couple moments I was like I was like covering my screens like yes. if something happens and you know it's funny you say that because the ladies next to me, forty plus year old lady, was watching Clerks Two. If you ever seen Clerks Two, I have not. I haven't Never. fully seen it. Okay, I have seen it. It is a terrible film. Never fully seen it. It is okay, a terrible one. But she was next to the window, so she was like, "Don't even care though. Like, don't even care." Gosh, that blows my mind. Yeah. So, mm. but yeah, mm. yeah, it's embarrassing. Try, you know, I've always been. I'm I'm always afraid of watching new movies I haven't seen on flights. At the same time, it's a good time to do it. So you just got to be very careful. Um, so yeah, that's us. Uh, that's the pro tip from the Hungry Bears. Pro tip. Hey guys, you thank you again for We're listening. We're back. We're back. We're hopefully, hopefully, you know, it's we got up super early to do this this morning. This is super a morning. This is a morning radio show now. One thing I want to do with this podcast more, and this is just kind of, kind of, I think how we our strength here is is more of a a radio style um, podcast. I think we do really good with kind of more of a free-for-all with some hot topics here and there. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to try to do it like that. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get more um, recorded and go from there. So hopefully you enjoyed, and you know where to like us. Um, um, I don't know anything because Keller's gone. Do you know all the... At the Hungry Bear Pod Instagram, which I do not have any sort of yeah, me either control of access to. So I think the one guy that was running it is gone. Yeah, um, so, so I we'll think go kill him. I think we have some. I'm I'm talking with some people um, that can help us maybe do a website and maybe do some of the um, social media stuff for well, us. Hey, we, we, let's design a shirt. Let's design yeah. a shirt. Yeah, we're gonna design. We should design a couple shirts. Put it on our Instagram. All of our own. And then see what the best one is, and then we just order that one and see how many people you know trying to trying to get some giveaways. Let's get a caricature artist standing in that corner of the room, just to draw us. Oh yeah, and then put that on a shirt. Yeah, I think we might change the logo. Finally, I know a bunch of people have not liked it, but I sorry about that, guys. I sorry. I sorry. I sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) New movie. I sorry. That's the new, the new shirt. 2020. The new shirt's a hungry bear. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, um, big things on the horizon. I know we always try to shoot for bigger and better things here as much as we probably don't the get bigger, them better. The bigger, better bear. <laughs> the bigger, better bear bureau. <laughs> yes. Um, I know we, we, we say we want to do a bunch of things. Just know that it's out of we really want to do those things. It's not we like. We just like keep you on your toes. Yeah. What yeah. to expect. You yeah. never know. Hey, but you just said that people can only handle intensity for so long. Life is like a the box suspense, of yeah. suspense, not intensity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an intense podcast. <laughs> so yeah, so thanks for uh, for listening, and have a beautiful, beautiful Saturday. If we get this up today, if not, have a beautiful Sunday. If, if not, not have tomorrow. a beautiful Monday. <laughs> hey, you know what? If not, enjoy just your enjoy day. the day. This is the Hungry Bear Have podcast. a day. Have a day. See you guys.
good 